Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. In this episode, we will be studying the seventh chapter of the Adilila, the glories of Panchatattva, part six, um, from the chapter seven, text forty-nine onwards. All right. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svabhadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha <coughs> Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namon Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this episode of uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita So we were reading this part of the seventh chapter of the Adilila of Chaitanya Charitamrita where <coughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was insulted by the Mayavadi sannyasis in Varanasi and the only two people in the Varanasi who were his devotees were Tapan Mishra and Chandrasekhar Acharya and they were very displeased but then um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not counter the Mayavadis at that time but he went to Vrindavan and on his way back that's when he countered them now all these incidences that are being mentioned here, they are not um, explained in detail in this part of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. They are explained in much more detail in the Madhya Leela. It's very very detailed. So there you can see the entire arguments of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and uh, Prakashananda Saraswati and <coughs> all these discussions. So here a synopsis is given of those incidents. So here is at this point 749. Um, Chandrasekhar Acharya and Tapan Mishra expressed their uh, displeasure or um, I would say uh, they are um, what is the yeah they are unhappy so basically they were petitioning the Lord to end this offences that the Mayavadis were committing against Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so the criticism of the Mayavadis towards Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that um he has taken sannyas at such a young age when he's not mature and uh, we can see the result now he's just dancing and singing like a sentimentalist 
with other grihasthas and you know not even sometimes brahmanas all kinds of classes he's not even keeping his uh, sanyas vows you know we're supposed to sanyasis musma are supposed to study vedanta and we be very grave and all that but he is so emotional and crying sometimes and you know dancing and singing with other sentimentalists you know he is setting a very bad example for sanyasi so in this way they were criticizing they don't understand the ecstasy that chaitanya mahaprabhu was feeling so this is this was what uh, caused unhappiness for these devotees so we'll start reading इतिमध्ये चंद्रशेखर मिश्र तपन दुःखी हया प्रभु पाय कैल निवेदन बट ऐक्चुअली यू नो वॉट बिफोर वी गो इवन हियर आई थिंक वी शुड रीड वी शुड चैन दिस वर्स ऑफ द पंचतत्व सो दैट वी रिमाइंड अवर सेल्फ यू नो बिकॉज दिस चैप्टर इज ऑल अबाउट द ग्लोरीज ऑफ पंचतत्व एंड ऑल्सो सम इंसिडेंसेस अलॉन्ग द वे सो दिस इज द प्राइमरी वर्स दैट दिस चैप्टर इज एक्सपैंडिंग अपॉन so we'll read this verse first panchatatvaatmakam krishnam bhaktarupasvarupakam bhaktavataram bhaktakyam namami bhakta shaktikam i offer my obeisances unto the supreme lord krishna who is non different from his features as a devotee devotional incarnation devotional manifestation pure devotee and devotional energy now i have told this before um i'll tell it again now these five things mentioned here sound like similar what is what is devotee devotional incarnation devotional manifestation pure devotee and devotional energy how are they different so actually they are on i mean in the superficial on a first glance it appears pretty much the same but actually no there is so much technical nuances in all these descriptions not only in this particular verse but in many many um, aspects of our vaishnava siddhanta we have to notice the slight differences and try to understand so anyway these five are chaitanya mahaprabhu nityananda prabhu advaita acharya gadadhar pandit and shrivas pandit so in devotee is chaitanya mahaprabhu devotional incarnation nityananda prabhu devotional manifestation um i am not actually sure which one i think advaita prabhu pure devotee is shrivas definitely and devotional energy is gadadhar sorry devotional incarnation bhaktavataram this is actually advaita prabhu devotional manifestation is nityananda prabhu so yeah <coughs> pure devotee is actually narad muni's incarnation shrivas pandit and devotional energy is radharani who incarnated as gadadhar pandit and of course radha and krishna combined together as chaitanya mahaprabhu and balaram came as nityananda prabhu so that's the whole um, background of this so going back itimadhya chandra shekhar mishra tapan dukhi haya prabhu paaya kailo nivedan okay this is uh, just a note here on pronunciation because this is bengali it's a different uh, it's a bit different from sanskrit and my pronunciation is not very accurate in the slang of bengali um i try my best but not because they have the a a is um, pronounced as a so it's like iti iti madhye chandrashekhar mishra topan this is how they pronounce dukhi haya prabhu pae koilo nivedan 
so <coughs> they pronounce like this but i must mine is a little bit different because i'm not bengali so anyway this hana usually oh sorry so here they make this mistake many um devotees who don't know bengali they say they pronounce this as hana it's not hana actually of course pronunciation is not that important but i'm just saying those who can pronounce and learn they can learn so haya this n is a nasal sound and it's actually ya it's like y but haya dukhi haya prabhu pai koilo nivedan like that n with the what is it called tilde 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 t i l d e that mark it's like a wave that's tilde tilde or tilde i don't know how it's pronounced so that's haya so while lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu was instructing sanatan goswami both chandrashekhar and tapan mishra became very unhappy therefore they submitted an appeal unto the lotus feet of the lord so another thing that lord did on his way back from vrindavan was to meet sanatan goswami at varanasi and he spoke to sanatan goswami for 2 months about the instructions on how sanatan goswami should carry the mission forward and write many books on vaishnava siddhanta and he particularly <coughs> instructed sanatan goswami how to write and what topics to cover everything in fact all these teachings are there in the second uh, 22nd no even 19th chapter onwards to 24th chapter it's like so many teachings are there here so anyway so tapan and chandrashekhar acharya they became very unhappy <coughs> now kate kashunibo prabhu tomaro nindan na pari sahite ve chhadibo jivan so they said like this how long can we tolerate the blasphemy of your critics against your conduct we should give up our lives rather than hear such blasphemy this is important point kate kashunibo prabhu tomaro nindan na pari sahite ve chhadibo jivan so a devotee should never uh, tolerate the blasphemy of another devotee we learn from chaitanya mahaprabhu that um tarora pisahishnuna we have to be tolerant more tolerant than the tree and for personal self one should be very very tolerant in fact one should never retaliate when we are faced with insults and uh, let me just take you to a few verses hmm that highlight this point of how a devotee you know we have seen this i think before but it's always it's always good to revise 325 21 so of course this verse many devotees will know titikshava karunika suhridah sarvadehinam ajata shatravah shanta साधव साधु भूषण भूषण मीन्स एडॉर्नमेंट लाइक ऑर्नमेंट भूषण मीन्स ऑर्नमेंट नाउ साधु भूषण मीन्स द ऑर्नमेंट्स ऑफ अ डिवोटी सो वॉट आर द ऑर्नमेंट्स ऑफ अ डिवोटी अ डिवोटी इज वेरी सिंपल ही डज नॉट हैव बिग बिग नाउ दे मे हैव इन रॉयल लाइक राजर शीज दोज हुआ डिवोटीज इन किंग्स एंड ऑपिलियन दे मे हैव ऑल दीज थिंग्स I mean, an opulent dressing and everything, but or a helmet on the head and all that. 
but the main thing is they're not attached to that like yudhishthir maharaj although he was a king of the whole planet emperor but he he was called akinchana means he is materially impoverished that means materially impoverished means he has he is poor in material desires <laughs> in other words it's 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 one thing uh, that we should be that it is good to be poor in we should be poor in material desires we should be rich in spiritual desire what is a spiritual desire to serve krishna in fact we have to be greedy about it uh, that is also stated the only price to receive krishna or to act, um, you know you receive krishna in our life is intense greed kriyatam yadi kutopila kutopilabhyate tatra laulyam api mulyam ekalam we will go there or we will go there and come back just a second so cc madhya 8.70 krishna bhakti rasabhavitamate kriyatam yadi kutopi labhyate tatra laulyam api mulyam ekalam janma koti sukritair na labhyate devotional service is very very rare and it is said here that pure devotional service in krishna consciousness cannot be had even by pious activity in hundreds and thousands of lives it can be attained only by paying one price that is intense greed to obtain it if it is available somewhere one must purchase it without delay uh, so the greed for krishna's service that is a spiritual desire desire on overdrive so greed is intense desire you know so it's basically lust on overdrive that is greed so now um that desire spiritual desire yes devotee always has is eager always anxious to serve krishna but um materially he is called akinchana impoverished he is very very poor in materialism in fact so poor that he is completely kangal kangal means completely empty like beggar of course he doesn't beg for material desires but he is completely impoverished that's why bhakti vinod thakur says ami to kangal krishna krishna bolu in fact he in his humility he says i am a beggar i am a completely i have no standing in devotional service i think there is one uh, mr sivaraj shiboy who is putting the this one on and on please once enough i don't want the comment section to be flooded with you know so many comments which has no additional meaning you know so people because later on there will be questions and i have to sift through so many comments to see the questions so kindly just you know if you want to say something hari krishna i mean pranams but you know keep it once so that will be helpful so <clears throat> we have to be greedy about devotional service materially no but anyway what my point is sadhu bhushanam what are the ornaments of a devotee now he does not wear all these these are not his real ornaments his real ornaments is his behavior maryada rakshan hoy sadhur bhushan so this is titikshava karunika the symptoms of a sadhu or the ornaments of a sadhu are that he is tolerant merciful and friendly to all living entities he has no enemies he is peaceful he abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics characteristics are sublime so um titikshava and karunika a preacher must be very very tolerant because many people are not going to like what he is going to say 
at the same time he should be merciful he's not that he oh because people are saying like this about me then i'll just not preach no that's not good he should preach uh, just a second Okay, I think now my face is a little bit more clear. I think it's a little blurred just now. Because the focus was not there. Okay, sorry about that. Now, uh, coming back to the point. So, Sadhur Bhushan. So, these are the preachers should be Titikshava and Karunika. You should tolerate all the insults, tolerate all the... How much we have to tolerate? I'll show you. I think some of you have already seen, but I'll show you again. So... but we have to tolerate like we have jesus christ in the western world where he tolerated even crucifixion so he was crucified but then even then he was praying to the lord oh lord please forgive them they do not know what they're doing so that is sadhur bhushan who can be that tolerant not any person in this material world only a pure devotee and at the same time merciful merciful to those who are trying to harm him how to help him i think nowadays this quote is going everywhere but of course materially you can't really bless anyone they say uh, some people are saying like that bless those who curse you of course we should not feel ourselves like qualified to bless anyone that's again a sense of pride but we should know that um bless who, those who curse you basically we have to be merciful to of course merciful is always from a higher platform to a lower somebody who is in a lower platform so yeah that is in, in that way bless so bless of course the materialists say in different way but ours is really the um the thing that we a vaishnav must cultivate karunika tolerant and merciful and uh, that's why preaching when we preach there will be so many obstacles we have to just tolerate all of that and continue the task of preaching which is the exhibition of mercy hmm. yeah so he is merciful friendly to all living entities not just to some class of people no everyone and then he is he has no enemies ajata shatru now other people may consider him as enemy but he doesn't consider anyone as enemy um that is a devotee and he's peaceful peaceful he abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime of course for the sake of enlightening um conditioned souls he does take a lot of uh what is that <coughs> pains and you know a lot of um, sacrifices he does a lot of sacrifice to enlighten the conditioned souls like for example shri prabhupada took a, i mean underwent a lot of sacrifice to go to the western world in, at the age of 69 and until 81 he was traveling all the way everywhere so of course for prabhupada that is bliss uh, for us it looks like it's sacrifice it is a sacrifice i mean prabhupada could have been happy in vrindavan he is already a pure devotee but karunika titikshava so you can see the sadhur bhushan there the ornaments of the sadhu and all his characteristics are sublime now let us see titikshava 
of course i'm not going to go to into everything but i'm talking about the tolerance of devotee because today is now just now i mean the topic was they wanted to give up their lives seeing the insult that chaitanya mahaprabhu was receiving so that's how a devotee should be he should you know do something about you know um, offenses to devotees and um, so we, we will go to that but before that i'm, I'm just going to um, show the verses where if somebody offends us how should we take it so titikshavaham of course in bhagavad gita krishna said also if you see in the 12th chapter i think 19th verse yeah other places also in bhagavad gita it is said but here you can see ಸಮಸ್ತಿರ್ಮೌನಿಶತ್ರುಜಾತಶತ್ರುಶಾಂತರ್ equipoised he is not that elated when people glorify him and he is not um, depressed or angered when people insult him heat and cold uh, happiness and distress fame and infamy and who is always free from contaminating association sama sang what is that sama sanga vivarjita he is away from worldly association always silent silent means what not talking anything no he is very busy talking about krishna he is silent in material activities hmm. uh, he is not artificial maunavrata maunavrata they sometimes people do i uh, when i was a boy one of my relatives an elderly man he used to do this uh, navaratri maunavrata for 9 days he will not speak anything but he is communicating with his family he is there in the home only and then they will do some navratri puja and this and that and he doesn't speak anything for 9 days maunavrata and but he is you know showing this you know he's just not talking but he is everything he is doing he is communicating he's having difficulty in communication and he expresses frustration also so <laughs> it was a little hilarious for us to watch all that but that's not the maunavrata we should be after because that's foolishness i mean what am i doing if i really want to say something just say you know maunavrata means uh, silent in material activities silent about material things but very very active in spiritual talks in fact haridas thakur always chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare so he is always chanting hare krishna mahamantra so he is not silent uh, so but he is silent in the material aspect spiritually fully active that is the meaning of maunavrata but foolish people they think maunavrata means not to talk so silent and satisfied with anything he does not have big big demands nothing who doesn't care for any residence who is fixed in knowledge and who is engaged in devotional service such a person is very dear to me so equipoise in honor and dishonor tulya ninda sutirmani and chaitanya mahaprabhu also said what is that amanina manadena we have to not expect any respect but we should give all respect to everyone hmm. so now titikshava let's go to say shrimad bhagavatam 
few verses first one we will go here no not this वन एटीन फोर्टी एट तिस्कृता विप्रलब्धा शक्ता क्षिप्ता हताप्रतिवे तद्भक्ता Next, we have practical demonstration of this by Rishabh Dev. When um, he retired from his kingly life, and this is long Sanskrit. I'm just going to read this uh, English, five dot five dot thirty of Shrimad Bhagavatam. Please take note. So Rishabh Dev began to tour through cities, villages, mines, countrysides. You know, he was like Avadut, just like a sannyasi. You know, he was traveling. countrysides valleys gardens military camps cow pens the homes of cowherd men transient hotels hills forests and hermitages wherever he traveled all bad elements surrounded him just as flies surround the body of an elephant coming from a forest he was always being threatened yeah beaten urinated upon and spat upon sometimes people threw stones stool and dusted him and sometimes passed foul people passed foul air before him thus people called him many bad names and gave him a great deal of trouble but he did not care about this for he understood that the body is simply meant for such an end now if you see our body at the end that's what will happen now throwing stool this is nothing but i mean our own relatives will burn our body right own relatives will burn you know and the own son will burn the body now which son will burn the body of a father no but when uh, when it ends when the soul has left the own son will burn the body you see so he is seeing that this body is meant for such an end anyway either it will become of uh, one of these three things it will become ashes or it will become stool or it will become mud earth because when a person is burnt the bo- i mean the body is burnt then it turns into ashes if it's eaten by dogs and hogs or you know birds or something like like in a parsi culture they don't bury the body they don't cremate the body they don't burn the body they actually beat and open up body and even the skull also they open up everything the brain all they just keep it there so that the birds will come and eat their idea is that um let this body be of service even after death let it be of service you know let the birds come and eat the brain and you know all the parts of the body or jackals dogs whatever whoever want to eat it let it be of service to them so and then once they eat it then they'll pass stool so either it'll end as stool or ashes or if it is buried then it'll become mixed with the earth so it'll become one of these three things that's going to be the end of this body it's not going to be treated with much dignity only of course pure devotees they put in samadhi that's a different thing um, <clears throat> but you know but the body is not going to tre- be treated with much dignity right 
when the soul is inside the body oh yes one may be receiving a lot of respect and everything once the soul leaves the body is just you know has no value so <clears throat> so rishabh dev is seeing that this is anyway the body's end so whatever they throw like stool or dust or any of these things are they are doing this to the body so they do not know those those ignorant people who were insulting him like that they do not know that they cannot harm the soul anywhere nahanyate hanyamane sharire cannot be slain what to speak of insulted what to speak of uh, thrown uh, stones or something like that nothing will happen to the soul soul cannot be touched by all these things it's the body and then the body anyway it's it's meant for such an end so he was situated on the spiritual platform and being in his spiritual glory he did not care for all these material insults in other words he completely understood that matter and spirit are separate and he had no bodily conception thus without being angry at anyone he walked through the whole world alone now a very important point here he completely understood that matter and spirit are separate that is where the tolerance comes from this understanding that the matter and spirit are separate if you see bhagavad gita krishna first explained in the 213 that you know dehinosmin yatha dehe ha so the dehi the means the occupier of the deha deha means body dehi means the occupier or the denizen or the citizen or the indweller of the body um so that person the soul is situated inside the body so the soul and the body is different so first he said that and then next verse he said immediately matras parshastu kaunteya sitoshna supadukada agama payano nityas tam stitikshasva bharata tolerate all kinds of inconveniences and distractions whether they may be you know like disturbing situations in a negative way like something somebody insults you or somebody close to us passes away or whatever it is or whether it's praise or some seemingly happy material situation favorable condition both are distractions on our path to krishna consciousness we have to tolerate both of them not be too carried away by either now that is only possible with completely understood matter and spirit now if we get all worked up when somebody insults us or if we get all elated and on cloud 99 when somebody praises us that means we are we are not being able to see the difference between matter and spirit so it is getting into our head the false ego is is in is being inflated so the that's why we have to be connected with always this spiritual knowledge always reminding ourselves how we are different from the uh, body how to do that by regularly hearing or reading shri prabhupada's books that's when we are constantly reminded of the spiritual aspect of life our real real aspect of life and how this bodily life is actually superfluous and not that important so every time we read we get more and more convinced and over time we develop strong conviction if we keep at it if we keep at that um, habit of reading shri prabhupada's books and then we will not be bothered we will not be uh agitated by any circumstance you see so that's a key to this uh, tolerance you should be firmly situated in uh, spiritual knowledge 
so he had no bodily conception thus without being angry at anyone he walked through the whole world alone uh, now for in a materialistic point of view it sounds very pitiable oh you know poor poor thing you know he is being and i mean dealt with like that of course we should not deal with that it's not that oh let's test this oh he's saying is sadhu right okay let's test him and let's throw stones at him or stool at him no that is that in fact those who does do that they will get their dues because the devotee may forgive but krishna will never forgive krishna will never forgive the insult to his devotee and therefore they're going to get it big time from krishna devotee he will forgive hmm krishna devotees are very dear to him so he will not tolerate so we should never do that but for a devotee we can see from the example of rishabh dev how a devotee should be and what all things he has to tolerate we have seen in the we have read about haridas thakur's life as well he was beaten in 22 marketplaces with whip any ordinary person would have died died long ago not even 22 marketplaces so that much beating he has gotten but he tolerated all of that and chaitanya mahaprabhu took the pain for him hmm. and haridas thakur was he tolerated everything just because he was a devotee pralad maharaj also was attempted to be killed in so many ways by his own father still he tolerated he never retaliated not once but krishna never forgave that hiranyakashipu hmm. the lord is like that even nityananda prabhu was forgiving jagannathai but chaitanya mahaprabhu wanted to kill them of course nityananda prabhu again petitioned him and uh, got him to uh, deliver them by the holy name <clears throat> but you see the, the thing how we should behave when other devotee is uh, other another devotee or the lord is criticized but now i'm showing how we have to deal with our own i mean criticism of our own self now um in the 11th canto 22nd chapter if you see 59 60 ृत्यावाग्र डिफिकल्टीज use his intelligence to keep himself safe on the spiritual platform what, to what level we have to have the tiksha or tolerance tarorapi sahishnuna now a tree does all these things you can beat the tree you can cut the tree with the axe and the handle of the axe made of wood may be taken from the same tree and then you cut the tree still it won't protest and still it is karunika it is merciful giving shade giving fruits giving flowers and uh, you can tie it up you can beat it you can urine upon it urinate upon it you can pass stool 
that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu said tarora pisahishana we have to know what is this tarora pisahishana how deep it is that that kind of sahishmata um so what we see as you know great tolerance trees are already doing it of course they cannot do anything about it but we despite being able to do about it we should not do just like the tree now that is that requires a lot of control but we can take examples from these um if you see in the 11th canto there are 24 gurus in one chapter all like how to take lessons from a tree how to take lessons from you know earth you know so many different uh, gurus but all those gurus are basically our contemplation of the instructions of our own diksha guru and seeing examples in nature of how the shastrik principles can be applied so um in that way a true disciple will never be um separated from his spiritual master because everywhere he will see the instructions of his spiritual master manifesting in different ways hmm so that's how a devotee should always keep the instructions of his spiritual master whatever he has learned from sadhu shastra guru he has to always keep those instructions in the heart and everywhere see the connection to those instructions same so tree is the, and grass we can learn how we have to be humble everybody steps on the grass no. nobody cares they just step on the grass heavy heavy elephants also step you know people just you know, you know dig the grass or whatever dig the land and then the grass may come out that is also tolerance and humility and humility especially it bows down when everybody steps on it bows down so doesn't retaliate very humble so that we have to learn to be like that and of course this is actually doable by great devotees so our level of tolerance will depend on how advanced we are in krishna consciousness it's not that okay prabhu yeah good verses prabhu you know what from tomorrow i am going to tolerate everything it's not going to happen like that this will come with our is proportional to our advancement in krishna consciousness so this is 11261 here we have sudush sudushaham imam manya atmanya sadatikramam विदुषापे विश्वात्म प्रकृतिर्बलीयसी ऋते धर्मता शांतास्ते चरण ओ सोल ऑफ द यूनिवर्स द कंडीशनिंग ऑफ वन पर्सनालिटी इन मेटीरियल लाइफ इज वेरी स्ट्रांग सी द कंडीशनिंग वेरी स्ट्रांग एंड देर फॉर इट इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट इवन फॉर लर्नड मैन नॉट फूल्स लर्नड मैन very difficult even for learned men to tolerate the offenses committed against them by ignorant people only your devotees who are fixed in your loving service and who have achieved peace by residing at your lotus feet are able to tolerate such offenses yeah. so with our krishna consciousness only can we um you know we can counter this this time uh 
I think here there's a verse. Of course, now, um, well, there's another, there's a, I think a couple of other verses where it is said that harsh words are uh, more sharper than sharp weapons. Now, Kaka Singh is asking, please accept my humble obeisances. Where is the line to tolerate and to stand up for oneself? If you're standing up for yourself, you're not tolerating. So, if you want to fight for your own, you know, that's that means you're not, not 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 being able to tolerate. A devotee does not care to stand up for himself. He just wants to be busy in Krishna consciousness. That's it. There's no um, fighting back. But now, if another devotee is insulted, now, <laughs> Srimad Bhagavatam says, 4.4.17 Karnao Pidhaya Oh, this is different here. Karnao Pidhaya Nirayad Yadakalpa Ishe Sati continued, if one hears an irresponsible person blaspheme the master and controller of religion, uh, one should block his ears and go away if unable to punish him. You see, if you blaspheme the master and controller of religion, of course, you hear about the Lord and also hear actually about Lord Shiva. So, any Acharya also is a master and controller of religion because he controls the world situation with by bringing back religious principles into the world. He brings the order back to the world and saves it from chaos. So, anyway, um, if one hears a irresponsible person blaspheme the master or and controller of religion, one should block his ears and go away if unable to punish him. But if one is able to kill, then one should by force cut out the blasphemer's tongue and kill the offender and after that one should give up his own life. Give up his own life also. So the best thing we can do in Kali Yuga is go away from there. Either defeat him in argument. Of course, we cannot force out the tongue and cut it. What we can do is cut his nonsense rascaldom by defeating him in argument that can be done so basically that offense of that person has to be stopped so but if he's not a person who's going to listen just go away from there and that's how you know it has to be done 11233 Mataji is saying 11233 let's see what that is 11233 Very good. This is the one. Thank you very much. 
so credit to rajeshwari mataji so 11233 shrimad bhagavatam natha tha natha tapyate vidha puman banais tu marma gaihi yatha tudanti marmastha hi asatam parusheshavaha sharp arrows which pierce one's chest and reach the heart do not cause as much suffering as the arrows of harsh insulting words that become lodged within the heart when spoken by uncivilized men you see is even sharper than sharp weapons the words so only a devotee can actually tolerate all this um nonsense so that's a very important verse actually so now um this another verse 107440 you see here nindam bhagavata shrinvam tatparasya janasya vatato napaiti yasopi yatyadha sukritachyutah anyone who fails to immediately leave the place where he hears criticism of the supreme lord or his faithful devotee will certainly fall down bereft of his pious credit so again cannot tolerate blasphemy now we'll go all the way back to today's discussion so tapan mishra and chandrashekar acharya are saying chaitanya mahaprabhu how long can we tolerate the blasphemy of your critics against your conduct we should give up our lives rather than hear such blasphemy so we should never hear the blasphemy of devotees and say nothing about it even it's even worse and we also get implicated in that offense one last verse before we go further shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 44 text 10 नसभाम प्रविशेत प्राग्न्यः सभ्यदोषान अनुस्मरन अब्रुवन विब्रुवन नग्न्योत नरः किल्बिशमश्नुते अ वाइज पर्सन शुड नॉट एंटर एन असेंबली इफ ही नोस द पार्टिसिपेंट्स देयर आर कमिटिंग एक्ट्स ऑफ इम्प्रोप्रायटी एंड इफ हैविंग एंटर्ड सच एन असेंबली ही फेल्स टू स्पीक द ट्रुथ स्पीक्स फॉल्सली और प्लीड्स इग्नोरेंस ही विल सर्टेनली इनकर सिन सो क्लासिक एग्जांपल इज द्रोणाचार्य एंड भीष्मदेव who were in as in an assembly where all wrong things were happening they were being cheated the pandavas were being cheated by the kauravas their wife was disrobed so many things but they never said anything and for that they had to be punished krishna will never tolerate so purport one of the most in- important instructions by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu regarding regular vaishnava behavior is that a vaishnava should be tolerant like a tree and submissive like grass trinadapasini jena tarori vasahishuna amanana manadena kirtaniya sada harihi one should chant the holy name of the lord in a humble state of mind thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street one should be more tolerant than a tree devoid of all sense of false prestige and ready to offer all respect to others and amanana means not expecting any respect in return in such a state of mind one can chant the holy name of the lord constantly so our see our we should understand that our real goal is to kirtaniya sadahari to always be chanting be able to chant hari krishna 
But if we are not being able to chant Hare Krishna for some reason, we know for sure that we are not Trinata Pisanishara, Tarora Pisanishara. Our tolerance levels have gone down and our humility has gone down because of which we are getting completely disturbed in our Krishna consciousness. We are not able to think of Krishna. We are not able to chant His name properly. His mind is very agitated. That means it's not any external stimuli that cause these things. There may be many circumstances, but a devotee should keep himself. If you If you remember that verse just now he should keep himself safe on the spiritual platform you see if you did not notice that just now i'll show you again 11 22 58 and 59 now here it is said even though neglected insulted ridiculed envied by batman all these things you see urinated upon and everything one who desires the highest goal in life should in spite of all these difficulties use his intelligence to keep himself safe on the spiritual platform what is this keep himself safe on the spiritual platform means? That means not forgetting Krishna at any time. If you forget Krishna, that's not safe. That is an unsafe position. Every moment lost uh, without Krishna consciousness is an unsafe uh, condition. Because sadatat bhava bhavitaha, according to our sada, our constant practice, uh, that will determine yam yam vapismaran bhavam jajatyante kalevaram our thought at the time of death will depend on our sadatat bhava bhavitaha tajatyante kalevaram tam tam evaiti kaunteya so our next term of existence will depend on that last thought and that last thought will depend on what we practiced in our entire life so if I am practicing not remembering Krishna then there's a good chance I will not remember Krishna at the time of death. So, keeping spiritually safe means Kirtaniya Sadahari. So, for that to happen, we have to have humility and tolerance. These two things. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught us the secret how to chant Hare Krishna always. We be humble and tolerant. That is the qualification. Not anything else. Easier said than done. But if we follow the uh, Acharya's rules and regulations, we can easily do it. We should that's why I regularly hear from the spiritual master. To keep reminding ourselves of the importance of spiritual life from many, many different angles. Huh. How the temporary body is um, not worth paying attention to. And that too, how in different different ways one should learn, one should see that truth from different angles of vision, and um, how importance is how much importance we have to give to the soul, and how important is chanting the holy name, and what are the glories of chanting holy name, and what is the characteristics of pure devotees. We should always keep ourselves, you know, the input that we um, give to our mind through the years. That is going to affect our consciousness and our actions and everything. So we should always feed ourselves with the spiritual knowledge, transcendental knowledge given by the spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. So then we will be able to remind ourselves always. And then Kirtaniya Sadahari can, uh, it will be much easier. Of course, Kirtaniya, we have to be on the uh, level of Haridas Thakur to be constantly chanting. We are not on that level. That means we don't have the humility and tolerance well. But with constant practice, it will improve over time. Hmm. 
but it is not artificially attained no we will get all good qualities desirable qualities by following the full sadhana program given by shri prabhupada waking up in the morning why why how come waking up in the morning has to do with humility because these are qualities in the mode of goodness and waking up in the morning is in the mode of goodness if it if we make up way after sunrise and then uh, this is all mode of passion and then if we wake up you know sleep in the day and wake up in the night and be a night owl and then you know go to the party club pub and all these things and that is in the mode of ignorance so in those conditions we can't uh, get these qualities not possible is a science of knowledge uh, that is in the more possible in the mode of goodness so in such a state of mind one can chant the holy name of the lord constantly never nevertheless the author of these instructions lord chaitanya mahaprabhu did not tolerate the misbehavior of jagai and madhai when they harmed lord nityananda prabhu he immediately became angry and wanted to kill them and it was only by the mercy of lord nityananda prabhu that they were saved so that might appear contradictory right he said tolerance and here no tolerance zero tolerance what is going on so here one should be very meek and humble in his personal transactions and if insulted a vaishnava should be tolerant and not angry but if there is blasphemy against one's guru or another vaishnava one should be as angry as fire this was exhibited by lord chaitanya mahaprabhu one should not tolerate blasphemy against a vaishnava but should immediately take one of three actions if someone blasphemes a vaishnava one should stop him with arguments and higher reason i don't know where to find this verse i think there might be a verse about this if he is saying like that one of three actions then uh, there must be a verse that this is coming from of course we have the 4417 let's see if 4417 purport has any information about this mm, just um, bear with me for a second so anyway not here anyway let's read it take vaishnava should immediately take one of three actions if someone blasphemes a vaishnava one should stop him with arguments and higher reason if one is not expert enough to do this he should give up his life on the spot on the spot and if he cannot do this he must go away so i think like giving life on the spot we cannot do so even either we go away or we defeat him in argument while chaitanya mahaprabhu was in banaras or kashi the mayavadi sanyasis blasphemed him in many ways because although he was a sanyasi he was indulging in chanting and dancing tapan mishra and chandrashekhar heard this criticism and it was intolerable for them because they were great devotees of lord chaitanya they could not stop it however and therefore they appealed to lord chaitanya mahaprabhu because this blasphemy was so intolerable that they had decided to give up their lives so in other words you can see that tapan mishra and chandrashekhar acharya were not competent enough to argue with them and a devotee should be able to argue they could have argued with the sanyasis and defeated them but they could not chaitanya mahaprabhu did it tumare nindaye jata sanyasi ragan shunite na pari phate hridaya shravan 
the mayavadi sanyasis are all criticizing your holiness we cannot tolerate hearing such criticism for this blasphemy breaks our hearts fate hrida shravan that means it breaks the hearts so purport this is a manifestation of real love for krishna and lord chaitanya mahaprabhu there are three categories of vaishnava vaishnavas kanishtha adhikaris madhyama adhikaris and uttama adhikaris yeah here is virtual prabhupad mentions it the kanishtha adhikari or the devotee in the lower stage of vaishnava life has firm faith but is not familiar with the conclusions of the shastras the devotee in the second stage the madhyama adhikari is completely aware of the shastric conclusion and has firm faith in his guru and lord he therefore avoiding non devotees preaches to the innocent however the mahabhagavata or uttama adhikari the devotee in the highest stage of devotional life does not see anyone as being against the vaishnava principles for he regards everyone as a vaishnava but himself this is the essence of chaitanya mahaprabhu's instruction that one be more tolerant than a tree and think oneself lower than the straw in the street trinadapasuni chena tarori vasahishnuna means when one comes to be a mahabhagavat uttama adhikari then he can be in this position of trinadapasuni chena tarori vasahishnuna but of course it doesn't mean oh prabhu i am not uttama adhikari so i can be as ruthless with people who insult me as well no <laughs> we have to see the the level at which we follow this trinadapasuni chena it will increase as we advance it's not that suddenly when uttama adhikari he still insults those who insult him and then uttama adhikari suddenly he becomes tolerant no it is progression over time right so hmm, it is a gradual course so such um symptoms will be shown proportionate to one's advancement in krishna consciousness and when one is uttama adhikari one will completely show all these symptoms without any fault whereas otherwise sometimes the devotee may falter so <clears throat> however even if a devotee is in the uttama bhagavata status he must come down to the second status of life madhyama adhikari to be a preacher for a preacher should not tolerate blasphemy against another vaishnava although a kanishtha adhikari can also cannot tolerate such blasphemy he is not competent to stop it with citing shastric evidences therefore tapan mishra and chandrashekhar are understood to be kanishtha adhikaris because they could not refute the arguments of the sanyasis in banaras they appealed to lord chaitanya mahaprabhu to take action for they felt they, that they could not tolerate such criticism although they also could not stop it see kanishtha adhikaris ईहाशुनिरोहे प्रभु ईशत हासिया शे काले एक विप्र मिलिल आसिया व्हेन तपन मिश्रा एंड चंद्रशेखर वाज दस टॉकिंग विद श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु ही ओनली स्माइल्ड स्लाइटली एंड रिमेंड साइलेंट एट दैट टाइम अ ब्राह्मण केम देयर टू मीट द लॉर्ड परपोर्ट बिकॉज़ द ब्लास्फेमी वाज कास्ट अगेंस्ट श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु हिमसेल्फ he did not feel sorry and therefore he was smiling this is ideal vaishnava behavior one should not become angry upon hearing criticism of himself but if other vaishnavas are criticized one must be prepared to act as previously suggested 
Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very compassionate for his pure devotees Tapan Mishra and Chandrasekhar. Of course, here they are called as pure devotees. Just now they were called Kanishta Adhikaris. Um, of course, this is all a role play. So to teach us, of course, to be seeing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally, they must be, you know, Uttama Adhikaris, right? Mm-hmm. But they are playing a role of Kanishta Adhikaris and teaching us how their position would be that means even a Kanishta Adhikari, when he hears the blasphemy of a devotee, he should feel sorry. Although he cannot argue, he should still feel sorry. Not that he agree. Yeah, actually, you know what, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, like this, you know, correct, maybe you're right. No, no, that is rascal. He should be firm in his allegiance to the devotees. Although he may not be able to fully back up his arguments, back up his sentiments with proper Shastrik arguments, but he should be firm with the devotees. He cannot side the other party. Then he is not even a Kanishtha He is a rascal, offender. So uh, that's why it is said, a third class devotee, if he cannot distinguish, if he is not enlightened with knowledge, then he will not be able to distinguish what is an offense and what is not, and who is a pure devotee, who is not, and who should be... Uh, protected, whose interests should be protected and whose should not be. He does not understand these things. So that's why his behavior is very... He does not know how to behave. He's not an expert in Vaishnava etiquette. And therefore, he may commit offenses and fall down. Therefore, one should not remain a third class devotee. One should quickly come to the second class, first class. Of course, at least second class. Hmm. That is a safe position in spiritual life, at least. So, for that, we have to hear. If we don't hear, no way we are going to come to second class platform. No way. Zero. Zero chance. In fact, I will show you this. Chaitanya um, Charitamrita. This is actually 11.247, the Kanishta Adhikari verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. But in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it's interestingly translated. Slightly different from the Srimad Bhagavatam itself. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila 22.74 Archayame vaharaye poojam yah shraddhaye hate natad bhakte shuchanyeshu sabhaktaha prakritaha smritaha A prakrita bhakta or materialistic devotee, this is third class devotee, does not purposefully study the Shastra. Now this is not explained in the verse particularly but Prabhupada is explaining in this way because this is how a person will remain as a third class. How? He does not purposefully study the Shastra. That means he does not closely study the Shastra. And so he does not purposefully study the Shastra and try to understand the actual standard of pure devotional service. He thinks devotee means to wear Kanthimala, Tilak, you know, devotee dress, uh, bead bag in the hand, eat prasadam, talk something, you know, just gossip or something, you know, just ah, Hare Krishna Prabhu, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Prasad, go and sleep. So, this kind of devotees who don't read the Shastras, they cannot, they don't try to understand the actual standard of pure devotional service. Consequently, he does not show proper respect to advanced devotees. He may, however, follow the regulative principles learned from his spiritual master or from his family who worships the deity. He is to be considered on the material platform, although he is trying to advance in devotional service. Such a person is a Bhakta Praya. That means almost devotee, not bhakta yet, bhakta praya. 
నష్టప్రాయేషు అభద్రేషు వి సాంగ్ వి ఎవరి టైమ్ స్టాండర్డ్ వర్స్ రైట్ భాగవతం బిఫోర్ భాగవతం స్టడీ నష్టప్రాయేషు అభద్రేషు నిత్యం భాగశివ సో అవర్ దిస్ థింగ్ అవర్ డర్టీ థింగ్స్ ఇన్ ద హార్ట్ ఆర్ ఆల్మోస్ట్ డిస్ట్రాయిడ్ సో దట్ ప్రాయ ప్రాయేషు మీన్స్ ఆల్మోస్ట్ సో భక్త ప్రాయ మీన్స్ ఆల్మోస్ట్ డివోటీ నాట్ ఎట్ హీ కెనాట్ బి క్లాసిఫైడ్ ఎస్ కంప్లీట్లీ డివోటీ బికాస్ హీస్ నాట్ యాక్టివిటీ ఈజ్ బికమింగ్ ఆల్మోస్ట్ దేర్ బట్ నాట్ ఎట్ బట్ ఇట్స్ అ వెరీ డేంజరస్ స్టేట్ బికాస్ వీ కెన్ ఫాల్ బ్యాక్ సచ్ అ పర్సన్ is a bhakta praya neophyte devotee or bhakta abhas for he is a little enlightened by vaishnava philosophy there's a little bit of course is better than the, the, the non devotees but there's a little bit of enlightenment in vaishnava philosophy but not very much and he may commit a lot of mistakes and that happens because of not purposefully studying the shastra and i shared this verse on verse on instagram and whatsapp and everywhere this is that class of devotees చైతన్య చరితామృతం మధ్యలీలా ట్వంటీ ఫైవ్ డాట్ టూ సెవెన్ ఎయిట్ జలీలా అమృత ఖాయ జది అన్నే భక్తేర్బల జీవాన జారాక బిందు పానే ఉత్ఫుల్లిత తనుమానే సో దిస్ ఈస్ అ బ్యూటిఫుల్ వర్స్ అండ్ ఆల్ దిట్ ఈస్ ట్రై టు లర్న్ దిస్ వర్స్ బై హార్ట్ అండ్ విత్ ద మీనింగ్ జే లీలా అమృత వినే ఖాయ జోది అన్నపానే తబే భక్తేర్ దుర్బల్ జీవన్ ఇస్ ఇంట్రెస్టింగ్ బికాస్ ఓకే లెట్ సీ వెర్ ట్రాన్స్లేషన్ now men become strong and stout by eating sufficient grains usually when you eat nicely some nutritious food you get strong you know fit but the devotee who simply eats ordinary grains but does not taste the transcendental pastimes of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu and krishna gradually becomes weak although he may eat nutritious food he will become weak spiritually materially he may be fit muscles everything he'll be spiritually weak hmm. because he does not he's not eating the nutritious food of krishna leela jay leela amrita vine vine means devoid of khaye jodi anna pane tabe bhakter durbala jivana durbala means subala means very strong subala like our subal prabhu <laughs> of course spiritually is very strong so <clears throat> durbala jivan means very weak yeah but he does not taste the transcendental pastimes of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu and krishna gradually becomes weak and falls down from the transcendental position that means a devotee if he simply eats eat a nice prasadam prabhu today this prasadam tomorrow that prasadam and he doesn't read anything bhakta praya who does not purposefully study the shastra what will happen he becomes weak and falls down from the transcendental position however if one drinks but a drop of the nectar jara akabindu pane akabindu means one drop jara akabindu pane utfullita tanumane his body is erupting with happiness blooming with happiness and hasigaya koraya nartana 
so he is laughing and um, singing and you know dancing in ecstasy of krishna consciousness so that's what i said however if one drinks but a drop of the nectar of krishna's pastimes his body and mind begin to bloom and he begins to laugh sing and dance so he i mean he is fully immersed and he enjoys his life in krishna consciousness not that he wants to enjoy his life but he wants to serve krishna and thereby the enjoyment automatically comes but anyway now you see in the purport all the devotees connected with the krishna consciousness movement must what is the word must and like in india they say must and should <laughs> in in hyderabad they say like that i don't know i think it's an andhra pradesh thing i don't know they say must and should means you must do it it's not like okay this is for scholars you know the books are for scholars no 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 all the devotees connected with the krishna consciousness movement must read all the books not just one book prabhu i read prabhu birth and death beyond birth and death i read what is that one small book only no 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 all the books that have been translated the chaitanya charitamrita the shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita and others otherwise after some time they will simply eat sleep and fall down from their position thus they will miss the opportunity to attain an eternal blissful life of transcendental pleasure very important third class devotee oh, this is the status dangerous position that's why we have to read shastra the whole point is reading shastra and following not just reading shastra and no, discussing some big big philosophy follow sadhana every day wake up and do the mangala arti chanting everything you know and whole day you know engage in krishna's service and read prabhupada's books preach preaching is where we where we retain retain what we learned we are not preaching to deliver the whole world we are preaching to deliver ourselves of course because it is pure knowledge of prabhupada uh, by prabhupada's grace they will be delivered but when we are preaching uh, we are not delivering the whole world we are not like pure devotees you know delivering no we have to think that this i am doing it for my purification actually that's a fact we are doing it for our when we preach krishna consciousness we become purified the speaker becomes purified and of course the hearer also becomes purified because if it is purely chanted without any discrimination or without any twisting of the philosophy otherwise both the speaker and the listener are both contaminated hmm. these are very important instructions okay yeah? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very compassionate upon for his pure devotees Tapan Mishra and Chandrasekhar therefore by his grace this brahmana immediately came to him see so because they were his devotees and they were thinking uh, how to stop this blasphemy and they were not able to do it Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he is tolerant so he will not do it so then there was an arrangement made of course it is by the mercy of Chaitanya I mean by the arrangement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu only he is supreme personality of god but even otherwise if a devotee is you know in his proper vaishnava behavior he will be given chance somehow or other to present the true philosophy yeah. so therefore by his grace the this brahmana immediately came to him by his omnipotence the lord created the situation for the happiness of his devotees chaitanya mahaprabhu did this he did not want to immediately i mean avenge any that insult but he could not see at the same time the misery of his devotees so he arranged a situation where he has paramatma 
guided this brahmana to come so we will understand why what is what is so special about this brahmana next verse आसीनिवेदन करे चरणे धरिया एक वस्तु मागो देहो प्रसन्न हरिया द ब्राह्मण इमीडिएटली फेल एट द लोटस फीट ऑफ चैतन्य महाप्रभु एंड रिक्वेस्टेड हिम टू एक्सेप्ट हिज प्रपोजल प्रपोजल इन अ जॉयफुल मूड परपोर्ट द वैदिक इंजंक्शंस व्हाट्स द टाइम ओ वाओ 9:30 दैट्स लेट I will try until ten o'clock. Okay, I don't know if that is okay with you. The Brahmana immediately fell at the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and requested him to accept this, his proposal in a joyful mood. The Vedic injunctions state, reading from the purport, that tadvidhi pranipate na pariprasne na seva. Yeah, one should approach a superior authority in humbleness. One cannot challenge a superior authority, but with great submission. one can submit his proposal for acceptance by the spiritual master or spiritual authorities shri chaitanya mahaprabhu is an ideal teacher by his personal behavior and so also are all his disciples thus this brahmana being purified in association with chaitanya mahaprabhu followed these principles in submitting his request to the higher authority he fell down at the lotus feet of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu and then spoke as follows सकल सन्यासी मुई कोईनो निमंत्रण तुम्हें यदि आयुष पूर्ण होय मोरमन माइडियर लॉर्ड आई हैव इनवाइटेड ऑल द सन्यासीज ऑफ बनारस टू माय होम माय डिजायर्स विल बी फुलफिल्ड इफ यू आल्सो एक्सेप्ट माय इनविटेशन परपोर्ट दिस ब्राह्मण न्यू दैट चैतन्य महाप्रभु वाज द ओनली वैष्णव सन्यासी इन बनारस एट दैट टाइम एंड ऑल द अदर्स वर मायावादीज It is the duty of a grihastha to sometimes invite sanyasis to take food at his home. This grihastha brahmana wanted to invite all the sanyasis to his house, but he also knew that it would be very difficult to induce Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to accept such an invitation because the mayavadi sanyasis would be present. Therefore, he fell down at his feet and fervently appealed to the Lord to be compassionate and grant his request. Thus, he humbly submitted his desire. नाजा सन्यासी गोष्ठी इहा आमी जानी मोरे अनुग्रह करो निमंत्रण मानी माय डियर लॉर्ड आई नो दैट यू नेवर मिक्स विद अदर सन्यासीज बट प्लीज बी मर्सीफुल अनटू मी एंड एक्सेप्ट माय इनविटेशन परपोर्ट एन आचार्य और ग्रेट पर्सनालिटी ऑफ वैष्णव स्कूल इज वेरी स्ट्रिक्ट इन हिज प्रिंसिपल्स बट ऑल्दो ही इज एज हार्ड एज अ थंडरबोल्ट समटाइम्स ही इज एज सॉफ्ट एज अ रोज वज्राद अपि कठोर कम कुसुमादि कमल दिस इज द एग्जैक्ट संस्कृत वज्रादि कठोर ही इज हार्डर देन द थंडर बोल्ट वज्र कुसुमादि कमल सो ही इज सॉफ्टर देन द लोटस और द रोज फ्लावर बोथ एट द सेम टाइम सो ही इज हार्ड एज थंडर बोल्ट एंड सॉफ्ट एज रोज दस एक्चुअली ही इज इंडिपेंडेंट ही फॉलोज ऑल द रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशन स्ट्रिक्टली but sometimes he slackens this policy it was known that lord chaitanya never mixed with the mayavadi sanyasis yet he conceded to the request of the brahmana as stated in the next verse now is that a transgression of principle no because he is not associating with the mayavadis he is going to turn them into devotees but if i go and associate with them i become mayavadi and i speak uh, i start speaking like them ah uh, 
that is a deviation now although this is a policy only he is slackening his policy but his principles are never slackened see so he went with the to the mayavadi's convention but he did not speak like them he did not agree to their philosophy in fact he defeated them so nowadays in iskon some of the so called uh, preachers are speaking like materialists and mayavadis um they are associating with yes a devotee should associate with materialists to preach to them he should give his association to them but should not take their association asat sangatyaga e vaishnavachar chetan mahaprabhu taught this that he did not want to mix with uh, the king uh, prataprudra but of course later on because he's a devotee he you know associated with him but in, initially he showed the principles of sanyasi how one should not um associate with a person involved in material opulence no material enjoyment uh mayavadi also mayavadi are the greatest although they say they renounce everything but actually they want to enjoy the greatest because they want to become one with god they want to enjoy as much as god does so this is their nonsense so a devotee should not associate with them but if he does then he should defeat them nacharya or great personality of the vaishnava school is very strict but he may slacken his this policy but principle will not slacken policy and principle is two different things now chaitanya mahaprabhu also invented right his own way of preaching and then we have heard that in the chapter 7 i mean the same chapter 30 37th verse of this chapter where prabhupada says chaitanya mahaprabhu invented his own way of gathering the devotees or uh, sorry gathering those who were offending him and running away from his mercy how to capture them so he took sanyas so similarly acharya acharyas have their own ways of attracting people to the movement um, that inventions can be done by acharyas who are in direct contact with chaitanya mahaprabhu not others hmm. so anyway he accepted the request प्रभुहासी निमंत्रण कैलो अंगीकार लॉर्ड चैतन्य स्माइल एंड एक्सेप्टेड द इनविटेशन ऑफ द ब्राह्मण ही मेड दिस जेस्टर टू शो हिज मर्सी टू द मायावादी सन्यासी शोइंग वॉट मर्सी टू द मायावादी सन्यासी कोर्स ऑल्सो टू रिलीव हिज डिवोट तपन मिश्र एंड चंद्रशेखर आचार्य So, Purport, Tapan Mishra and Chandrasekhara, Chandrasekhara appealed to the lotus feet of the Lord regarding their grief at the criticism of him by the sannyasis in Banaras. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu merely smiled, yet he wanted to fulfill the desires of his devotees, and the opportunity came when the Brahmana came to request him to accept his invitation to be present in the midst of the other sannyasis. This coincidence was made possible by the omnipotency of the Lord. So, it may be a coincidence by our superficial vision, but behind the background, nothing is a coincidence. every sequence is managed by the lord she she viprajane na prabhu she viprajane na prabhu na janakar ghare tahara preranaya tare atyagrah kare The Brahmana knew that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu never went to anyone else's house. Yet, 
due to inspiration from the lord he earnestly requested him to accept this invitation aru dine gela prabhu shev prabhavane dekhilena vasiya chhen sanyasi ragane the next day when lord shri jetna mahaprabhu went to the house of the brahmana he saw all the sanyasis of banaras sitting there शोभानमस्कोरी गेला पाद प्रक्षालने पाद प्रक्षालन करी वसीलाशे स्थाने सो ही स्टार्ट एट द प्लेस वेयर एवरीबडी वॉशेस देयर फीट एज सुन एज श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु सॉ द सन्यासीज ही इमीडिएटली ऑफर्ड ही इमीडिएटली ऑफर्ड ओबेसेंसेस एंड देन वेंट टू वॉश हिज फीट आफ्टर वॉशिंग हिज फीट ही सैट डाउन बाय द प्लेस वेयर ही हैड डन सो ही डिड नॉट गो एंड sit with the mayavadi sanyasis he sat at the place where everybody was washing their feet purport by offering his obeisances to mayavadi sanyasis sri chaitanya mahaprabhu very very clearly exhibited his humbleness to everyone vaishnavas must not be disrespectful to disrespectful to anyone to say nothing of a sanyasi sri chaitanya mahaprabhu teaches amaninam manadena one should always be respectful to others but should not demand respect from for himself a sanyasi should always walk barefoot and therefore when he enters a temple or a society of devotees he should first wash his feet and then sit down in a proper place in india it is still prevalent it's still the prevalent custom that one put his shoes in a specified place and then enter the temple barefoot after washing his feet shri chaitanya mahaprabhu is an ideal acharya and those who follow in his footsteps should practice the methods of devotional life that he teaches us hmm. वसिया करीला किछु ऐश्वर्य प्रकाश महातेजोमय वपु कोटि सूर्याभास आफ्टर सिटिंग ऑन द ग्राउंड चैतन्य महाप्रभु एग्जिबिटेड हिज मिस्टिक पावर बाय मैनिफेस्टिंग एन इफल्जेंस एज ब्रिलियंट एज द इल्यूमिनेशन ऑफ मिलियंस ऑफ सन्स पर्पस श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु एज द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड कृष्णा इज फुल ऑफ ऑल ऑल पोटेंसीज देयरफॉर इट इज नॉट रिमार्केबल फॉर हिम टू मैनिफेस्ट द इल्यूमिनेशन ऑफ मिलियंस ऑफ सन्स Lord Sri Krishna is known as Yogeshwar the master of all mystic powers. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself is Lord Krishna sorry Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Lord Krishna himself therefore he can exhibit any mystic power. So he sat down by there but then he exhibited this effulgence. Prabhave akarshila sab sanyasi raman uthila sanyasi sab chhadiya asan When the sanyasis saw the brilliant illumination of the body of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu their their minds were attracted and they all immediately gave up their sitting places and stood in respect purport to draw the attention of common men sometimes saintly persons acharyas and teachers exhibit extraordinary opulences this is necessary to attract the attention of fools but a saintly person should not misuse such power for personal sense gratification like false saints who declare themselves to be god Even a magician can exhibit extraordinary feats that are not understandable to common men but this does not mean that the magician is god it is a most sinful activity to attract attention by exhibiting mystic powers and then to utilize this opportunity to declare oneself to be god a real saintly person never declares himself to be god but always places himself in the position of a servant of god for a servant of god there is no need to exhibit mystic powers and he does not like to do so but on behalf of the supreme personality of godhead a humble servant of god performs his activities in such a wonderful way that no common man can dare try to act like him 
Yet a saintly person never takes credit for such actions because he knows very well that when wonderful things are done on his behalf by the grace of the supreme lord all credit goes to the master and not to the servant. We can see this Now Srila Prabhupada attracted so many conditioned souls when he went to the west. And seemingly he did not do anything wonderful, but there was something about him, he just attracted so many people. Hmm. So that is the power, mystic power of the pure devotee. In fact, some people just join by seeing his smile. A story like that, one devotee, he became full-time devotee. How Prabhupada was coming, he just got down the flight and he was in the airport and all the devotees were receiving him. And Prabhupada was coming down the staircase and this man, he was just a karmi, complete karmi. And he was just going up the staircase and he looked at Prabhupada and all the devotees around him. And it was all kirtan, you know, big commotion was going on. And everybody's eyes were there and everybody was looking at Prabhupada. And he, he saw Prabhupada. Then uh, Prabhupada just, you know, looked at him while he was coming down the staircase. He was coming up and he looked at him and smiled. That's it. <laughs> the man forgot what he was doing and then he just followed the devotees to the temple and then he started you know reading the books and attending class and this and then he became a devotee full time devotee just by his smile so I mean devotee pure devotee you know can touch just like that you see so um, he did exhibit such mystic power and attracted so many people and we can see the similar example in Ramayana now, Hanuman called himself a Ramadut Hanuman. He is a humble servant of Lord Ramachandra. But when he went to Lanka, when they tried to grab him, you know, they, they you know, grabbed him with the weapons, Nagastra or something, he accepted, okay, let me actually go and see Ravan. Actually, he was easily, he could have got out from that uh, captivity, but he did not because he wanted to see Ravan for a while and teach him a lesson or two. So what he did, okay, he acted like he got all trapped and then he was taken there to the court of Ravan. Then he broke all his, you know, uh, that rope with which he was captured and then he extended his tail and then he sat on the, in the court of Ravan higher than Ravana. Ravana's throne was high. But then he you know, coiled his, he extended his tail so much that he made a seat out of it and he sat on it higher than Ravan's uh, height. To show, of course, there is opulence, right? Of course, why he was brought? Because he was killing, he killed already. So many, he burned, you know, he was burned. Actually, no, that time he hasn't burned yet. Then his fire uh, tail was set on fire and then he burned the whole Lanka. That also another exhibition of his mystic power. But he had no reason or he has no intention to um, kind of, um, what to say, show off or get some personal gratification from that. Nothing. His only thing was service to Ram Chandra. And he wanted to show uh, that I am, uh, Hanuman said to Ravan, I am just one servant of Ram. And he has trillions upon trillions upon trillions. You cannot even count. 
that many servants and we are only servants of ram just imagine what is ram's position don't mess around with him and don't mess around with his you know with mother sita uh, so otherwise i one servant i can finish all of you including you ravan uh, i can but i want my master to finish it and him get the credit but i'll just show you a glimpse of but one servant of ram and soon many millions will come like me and decimate your entire dynasty of the face of the earth let me just show you so they burned his tail and then he went and just burned the whole lanka and killed ravan's son also in the process and then he went back just to show them show ravan what is the opulence so he may show such thing to attract attention and strike fear into the heart of you know the ravan because he was blaspheming the lord and a devotee should not tolerate such blasphemy that's why he showed anger that is the proper use of anger hmm. what's the time okay i think i will just do 5 minutes hmm okay you know what i will actually stop here because here the conversation with prakashan and the saraswati starts you know so we will continue this in our next episode so i will take any questions that are there because this is a nice conversation between chaitanya Mahap- mahaprabhu and prakashan and the saraswati i think it is mentioned the details of the conversation also yeah yeah so we will read that in the next next episode all right so we have finished until 61 okay so any questions so let me see dhiradas what is the difference between sadhu and guru guru has to be a sadhu a pure devotee and he has to be authorized by his spiritual master to become a guru then he can become a guru that is diksha guru but shiksha guru is one who teaches this transcendental science to anybody yaradika tarikah krishna upadesh so that is guru so anybody who teaches the science of krishna consciousness he should be considered a guru hmm. but he has to be sadhu first he has to be qualified he is not just speaking about krishna in his own way no he is to be a sadhu in his speech his words his body i mean tanuvag manobhir body mind and words he should be a sadhu and then he should preach uh, what he is practicing he should practice first of all the highest standard of devotional service and then he has to preach also so parshuram prabhu is saying there are so many mauni babas in india yeah they they better be mauni because let them not speak because anyway they don't know the transcendental knowledge but there are some babas or so called gurus who are talking a lot of rubbish they are more dangerous than the mauni babas um, mauni babas is good because he doesn't know the science and you keep quiet and keep to yourself that is better but if he is preaching his nonsense he is much more fool prabhu said there are four classes of people lazy intelligent uh, 
busy intelligent lazy fool and busy fool now the lazy intelligent is the first class man hmm. lazy means he is lazy in material aspects but he is very busy in spiritual aspect um, but he is intelligent intelligent means you are busy in spiritual aspect um, so but materially you know like brahmana he doesn't work like others or something he just you know lives uh, according to whatever is possible you know he doesn't go after any opulence lazy intelligent brahmana busy intelligent is kshatriya you know he is intelligent he knows the signs of uh, the religious principles but at the same time uh, he is busy in administrative affairs that is also important that class of people are also there um but of course i'm just classifying but actually busy intelligent means uh he should be busy in of course preaching activities but uh, sometimes he is also busy in materialistic activities because he has to make maybe fend for his family but he is still a devotee you know um so that is busy intelligent second class so lazy intelligent he will manage like for example shri prabhupad to manage society he appointed temples temple presidents temple management and then he appointed gbc so this is managing so that he doesn't have to answer to every single thing that comes so he is training delegating the job you know this is you can say laziness because a manager must be lazy because he has to always find the easiest way to do things and keep himself sane not like you know he has to answer to every single thing in fact once you know at that time telephone was a new thing so telephone was installed in the temple and then prabhupad was getting calls after calls sometimes even 2 am in the you know night devotees did not know you know he did not care about the time zone they just wanted to know prabhupad how are you everything is okay they just out of courtesy you know they wanted to do that but they were calling at 2 am prabhupad said get out this telephone nonsense <laughs> so he don't want to, he did not want to be busy like that so um he was very busy no no get me wrong he is very busy but at the same time he is managing delegating training up so that is first class inter- first class person lazy intelligent busy intelligent means he is intelligent but he is busy he is doing everything then uh, lazy fool he is foolish but he is lazy so that is okay because he is not spreading his foolishness he is not a carrier or contagious contagious foolish but he is just lazy and the fourth class person is a busy fool he is foolish but he is busy spreading his foolishness to everybody also these so called um, not mauni babas you know all the rascal you know, nonsense they are having social media and big big presence so called mayavadi rascals so they are very dangerous because they are influencing so many people in that wrong path so better be a mauni baba than a rascal talkative uh, uh, nonsense baba but better than all is to be a devotee who is always speaking about krishna that is real sadhu like this is actually connected with this question of dhiradas because your question is what is the difference between sadhu and guru in fact arjuna asked the question what is the symptoms of a person who is transcendental who is sadhu so krishna actually explains and prabhupada writes in the purport of 2.54 of bhagavad gita that the main qualification of a devotee is his speech what he speaks he only speaks about krishna 
Vishnu is asking Vishnu L Hare Krishna Prabhuji to remove obstacles and attain Krishna consciousness uh, what should I do? Just chant Hare Krishna read Prabhupada's books try to eat Krishna Prasadam not try eat Krishna Prasadam you have to come to the stage of eating only Krishna Prasadam and nothing else very important mm, then you have to follow the morning program Mangalarti Tulsi Puja you know, singing all the songs and why we are singing all the songs what is important every morning that is more of goodness and we are reminding ourselves of all the important instructions in those songs there is a meaning if without meaning you are singing then I don't know what you are doing you know you have to know the meaning because it's very important why are we doing that first thing in the morning how important it should be right but if I don't know what I am doing if I don't know what I am singing what, what is that so we have to do mindfully everything understanding what we are doing and try to learn the meaning good effort uh, so so following the morning program until the Bhagavatam class hmm. if you don't have anyone you know there is no Bhagavatam class hear Prabhupada's lecture or you can hear so many recorded lectures of our you know ISKM devotees so of course re- listen to Prabhupada's lectures read his books additionally you can hear listen to you know our ISKM lectures which are all recorded and put on the Facebook and YouTube so you can watch them yeah so try to do all these things and read Prabhupada's books every day then you will become very strong all obstacles will go away all obstacles Dhiridas Hare Krishna Prabhuji when someone is finding fault in us even when we are not at any fault then also should we tolerate it or not and not give any justification yeah there is no need <clears throat> but sometimes it so happens for ourselves yeah we don't need to give any justification we just have to tolerate because if I try to justify myself that means I am not being able to tolerate so then it will become ag- we become agitated and then you know um, <clears throat> we, we get all worked up um, but when other devotees are blasphemed one should fight for the devotees sometimes it also happens that when they uh, blaspheme the devotees they tarnish the movement also by by doing that so oh these Hare Krishnas are all rascals you know they, I, I went to the temple you know they spoke that family life is not good you know these people you know they have no regard for family they said don't care about family they will understand in their own way we are not saying all those things but of course we will talk about family attachment being very detrimental to spiritual advancement and all that so some materialists will not like it and they will say this and that this and that and sometimes some fault finders will criticize huh? even though there is no fault they will criticize so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also was criticized without any fault there was this uh, who hmm. Chapal Gopal or the Ramachandra Puri always finding fault with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he saw some ants outside the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's room ah you see see how why there are ants here that means this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so called you know everybody is worshipping him this sannyasi is eating so many sweets that's why there are ants here caught him so this is how he was imagining faults 
Chaitanya Mahaprabhu never really, you know, paid much attention. In fact, he said, good, actually, you know, what he's saying is good. Sanyasi should not eat sweets. It's all good instruction. You know, he was saying like that, but of course, you know, he became a Mayavadi, the Ramachandra Puri and all that. So, um, even I think Amogha was doing, Amogha was doing things like that. Actually, it was Amogha rather than Ramachandra Puri. Ramachandra Puri was criticizing in a different way. He's also saying that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu eats too much. Because actually, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to eat a lot. He used to eat equal to 10, uh, 12 people. He used to eat. So anyway, um, to satisfy the devotees who wanted to feed him, he used to eat in their house like that. But anyway, because he's Supreme Personality of God, you know, as Jagannath is eating chappan bhog every day, you know, he can always eat. Mm, but Sanyasi's duty is to eat less. Mm. So, this Amogha, they used, to, they used to criticize. Amogha, Ramachandra Puri, all these people. So, he took it. But then, of course, they got their due reaction. So, Krishna will take care of them, you know, and then, you know, everybody will see, will be able to see their true nature in, in due course of time. Hmm. Even Srivas Pandit was criticized. You know, that, oh, I think Chapal Gopal did it. And he, he went and um, tried to show everybody that, hey, this guy, this Srinivas, I mean, Srivas Pandit, is actually a shakta that means he's a he says he's a vaishnava but he actually worships durga he's a demigod worshiper uh, he's a cheat you see in the night he's he actually what he did he kept these articles that are used for durga worship kali worship and he put outside the house of srivastaka uh, and next morning he's he showed everybody hey look at this you see night in the night this is what he's doing he's worshiping kali and he's showing everybody like a big Vaishnava that he, but he's worshipping demigods. There's zero faith in Krishna. So he wanted to show everybody the Srivas Pandit, you know, because Srivas Pandit, Srivas Angan, you know. Srivas Angan is the courtyard of Srivas Prabhu, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to have he inaugurated the Sankirtan movement at his house, Srivas Pandit. So he was a very prominent character. That's why we say Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaur Bhaktavrinda. We are paying our respects to the Panchatattva and especially to all the devotees, Gaurabhakta Vrinda means the entire community of Gauri Vaishnavas, uh, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees, headed by Srivas, Srivasa Adi Gaurabhakta Vrinda. So Srivas Pandit is the leader of all Gauri Vaishnavas. So this Chapal Gopal, he wanted to tarnish the name of Srivas Pandit and he used to do this. Then you know, you know how Srivas Pandit replied? He came out in the morning and he saw this and he, he, he said to everybody, see, I am actually a cheater. This is what I actually do. In the night, I am a shakta. I am a rascal of the first order actually. Now, it is good that I am exposed so the truth can prevail. You know, in this way, he was just humble about it. But then, of course, Chapal Gopal got his dues. But then, devotees understood Srivas Pandit's humility and his even more exaltedness in devotional service. So... Krishna will, like the Ambarish Maharaj. There was no fault of Ambarish Maharaj. Durvasamani was criticizing him and wanted to kill him. Ambarish Maharaj did not retaliate. But Krishna did not tolerate. That is the thing. So, for personal thing, no need to. Um, but, um, if other devotees are this thing, blaspheme, we must protect. We must stand for them. Otherwise, we are not Vaishnava. We are not Vaishnava. Ah, never mind, Prabhu. He does not know. That's why he is talking like that. Huh? So what? 
how can you hear those blasphemy how can you be comfortable hearing blasphemy of devotees who have dedicated their lives and that's why the first offense against the chanting is to blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their lives to propagating the holy name of the lord all over the world and if a person is doing that he is committing offense but if i hear it and i don't argue with him and finish his arguments or leave that place immediately i am committing offense if i am here staying there and hearing this nonsense hmm one second so i mean tolerate it rishabdev we saw people were spitting upon him and you know urinating upon him passing stool and all this so many things they did but still it did not retaliate so just imagine what kind of level of torture or you know rather on our side tolerance of torture or anything should be there you see Hmm. We should not be anxious to justify our position or what, but if devotees are tarnished, their image is tarnished, then we have to fight for them. Okay, so next, Vajra da Pikathor, Kusuma da Pikamala. Rajesh Varimadhi, Prabhuji, sometimes we misunderstand devotees because of our high ego. Why should? Sorry, what should be one's prayas chitta for such committed offences? Just pay obeisances. Devotees are easy; they will uh, forgive. Just we have to pay obeisances and continue. That's so why every day morning we have to vancha kalpataru bhesha. We pay obeisances to devotees. Uh, we should always pay obeisances to devotees. Hmm. We have to bow down, put our head down, and bow down. So always, with or without offences, we have to bow down. because sometimes un- unintentionally we may commit offense but sorry even knowing sometimes knowingly we may commit offense mm. but this uh, bowing down is where everything is nullified mm. and of course we should mean it you know even if we don't mean it just do it and then eventually that meaning will come <laughs> from the heart we should not just like i bow down See, about on he did not, you know, he did not. He is still chastising me. Of course, why not? Huh? He should still correct you, right? If I bow down means I am accepting, I am submissive. If I am submissive means I have to accept chastisement. If I cannot accept chastisement, what is my use of my bowing down? Namesake. But even if it is namesake, just start doing it, and then eventually, by repeated, repeatedly we may commit offences. Repeated, repeatedly we may commit mistakes, but then eventually, eventually. we correct ourselves and again commit a mistake and again try to correct ourselves and slowly we will get better and better at it and come out of it dimitri fedotov Hare Krishna Prabhu sorry for a question out of topic how to study shlokas or songs like Kevalashtakam or Vraja Prasiddham Navaneet Chauram when there is no word to word meaning for example there is a good shloka shows shows how important association is in Harivakti Sudodaya 8.51 you can find it in folio yeah yasya yatsangati hipumso manivatsyat satat gunah um, what is it तथो धीमान स्वर्धुन्यायुथान्यव संश्रेत थर्ड लाइन एम एस स्वयुथान्यव संश्रेत सो दिस इज कोटेड बाय भक्तिविनोद ठाकुर 
by uh, from hari bhakti sudoda 8.51 where the mind is like the crystal ball manivat syat satguna or association is actually like crystal ball um it will reflect whatever color is put bef- before it will reflect so <coughs> if we associate with others then we will develop the quality so the the gem you know a shining gem like a diamond or you know some money some jewel when another color like blue color is put before that or near that it it will also turn blue if yellow color is put near that it will also turn yellow um any reflecting surface would do that you know like so like that so our association is like that so if we associate with proper devotees then we will also develop those sangat sanjayate kama by our association we develop our <coughs> desires so how to learn okay so what you can do is you see those words and many of those words almost all of their words will be or not exactly that word but if you know a little bit of sanskrit like yasya yat sangati hipumso manivat syat satadguna ha tato dhima first line of the first word of the third line i'm forgetting it uh, and then uh, last line is svayuthanyeva samshreya so we have to associate with like minded devotees so if you see if you know a little bit of sanskrit knowledge sangati if you search like each of those words you can search in the veda base in like here and yasya yasya yat sangati yasya you can search what is yasya many times yasya is quoted yasya means whose yat means what uh, which so and then sangati sangati maybe you will not find okay let's see sangati see it is not there not even a single in the proverbs books but you can see sangati means what is the root word sanga sanga yo sangati sangati gati means you know uh, association sanga i mean sangati means the the state of state of mind or state of our existence gati means you know destination or you know like um yeah a purpose i mean gati means a standing you know to be steadfast and i mean not steadfast <coughs> to have some position but you know nagati kutopi we, st- we chant every day in the morning yasya aprasadan nagati kutopi we have we are lost we are there's no position so gati sangati means the perfection of our you know for our established position so that depends on our association manivat syat satat gunah so sanga association so in this way we can find the root words okay some variations of the words we we try the same word maybe you cannot get it but then maybe try sanga or sangati so in this way you can try to find out mani manivat vat means like dandavat pranam dandavat vat means like danda means rod so fall down like a rod so dandavat so uh, manivat means money means you can always search money you will get it uh, money means jewel so manivat means like a jewel like a gem so in this way you can uh, do or vraje prasiddham prasiddham maybe maybe we cannot find but siddham we can find 
అండ్ ప్రా ఈజ్ అ ప్రీఫిక్స్ సో ఇట్ ఇస్ ప్రకృష్టి రూపేణ సిద్ధం సో సో ఇన్ దాట్ వే వీ కెన్ ఫైండ్ అవుట్ యునో సో యూ కెన్ డూ ఇన్ దాట్ వే వర్డ్ టు వర్డ్ దట్స్ వాట్ ఐ డూ అట్లీస్ట్ సో లైక్ దట్ యూ కెన్ ఫైండ్ అవుట్ బికాస్ ప్రభుపాస్ బుక్స్ ఆర్ యాక్చువల్లీ అ వెరీ వెరీ రిచ్ డిక్షనరీ బికాస్ దర్ ఆర్ సో మెనీ వర్డ్స్ అండ్ వర్డ్ టు వర్డ్ మీనింగ్ ఆర్ ఎవ్రీ వేర్ అండ్ సెవెన్ హండ్రెడ్ శ్లోకస్ ఆఫ్ భగవద్గీత ఎయిటీన్ థౌసండ్ శ్లోకస్ ఆఫ్ భాగతం ఎలెవెన్ థౌసండ్ శ్లోకస్ ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత అండ్ దర్ ఆర్ సో మెనీ వర్సెస్ ఇన్ సైడ్ ద పర్పోర్ట్స్ వెర్ హీ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్స్ ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ నాట్ వర్డ్ టు వర్డ్ బట్ యూ నో యూ కెన్ మేక్ ఇట్ సో ఇన్ దాట్ వే యూ కెన్ ఇట్స్ లైక్ నాట్ ఓన్లీ లైక్ అ స్పిరిచువల్ ట్రెజర్ బట్ ఆల్సో ఇట్స్ లైక్ అ డిక్షనరీ అండ్ వన్ వర్డ్ ఇస్ సమ్టైమ్స్ ట్రాన్స్లేటెడ్ ఇన్ డిఫరెంట్ డిఫరెంట్ వేస్ ఇన్ డిఫరెంట్ కాంటెక్స్ సో యూ కెన్ గెట్ ద యూ నో ద ద మీనింగ్ ఆఫ్ ద వర్డ్ ద వేరియేషన్స్ ఆఫ్ ద మీనింగ్స్ ఆఫ్ దట్ వర్డ్ అండ్ దెన్ యూ విల్ అండర్స్టాండ్ దట్ వర్స్ ఇన్ మెనీ డిఫరెంట్ యాంగిల్స్ so depending on those definitions so in that way you can actually do a thorough research of prabhupada's books and if you find anything then you you know find those words meaning in the prabhupada's books and that way you can get it all right dimitri is asking again how to pronounce visarga when it is in the middle of a word and not at the end nihsand nihsarantam so it is like that as i pronounce this now nih nih sarantam nih sarantam so dukha dukha is also another word dukha so dukha so here nih sarantam um nih shreyasaya so all these word nih it's that is the sound visarga and what was that 3187 okay and similar question is d with the dot below it is 31813 last line i couldn't find this letter in sanskrit alphabet though it is there d d d with the dot below is d d without the dot is the the like um, dandavat it has two d's danda means uh, stick right so danda the is uh, d without a dot the it is like th the like that the it is a dental sound when the tongue touches the lips ah uh, sorry the teeth back of the teeth the and the is when you roll the tongue up and touch the roof of the palate in your you know you know that rolling up of the tongue and in the center of the palate in the up at the roof the that is d with the dot below the so danda like how you would say god that d pronunciation god that is d with a dot below but when it is um, the or they that is d without the dot okay yeah cs sayad sangadi kom so yeah this is the one i yeah స్వకులర్ధ్యాయి దాట్స్ ద వర్డ్ స్వకులర్ స్వకులర్ధ్యాయి తోధిమ నా ఐ ఆల్సో డోంట్ నో ఎగ్జాక్ట్లీ స్వకులర్ధ్య మీన్స్ వాట్ ఐ ఎమ్ ఐ వాస్ థింకింగ్ స్వకుల లైక్ యునో స్వజాతి బట్ దెన్ అర్ధ్యాయి ఐ యాక్చువల్లీ డి నాట్ లుక్ అప్ ఇఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ ఎనీ రిలేటెడ్ వర్డ్స్ బట్ యాక్చువల్లీ స్వయూథ మీన్స్ స్వజాతి స్వయూథ యూథ మీన్స్ ఐ యాక్చువల్లీ వాజ్ లుకింగ్ అప్ దిస్ ఎగ్జాక్ట్ వర్డ్స్ జస్ట్ ఫ్యూ డేస్ అగో I was trying to understand the word-to-word meaning. So, Svayutha. Sva means own. That I have to understand. Yutha means group. But in different places, it is 
you know sometimes it's as elephant it is translated as elephant also but the most common definition of youth means group youth apati youth there will be so many youth in our book you know if you search youth y u t h a you will get a lot of youth so it is group swayutha means our own group you know swajati that group so sajati yashaye snigdhe sadhau sanga svato vare so that is actually connected with this verse which is cc madhya 22.131 ಭಾಗವತಂ in the association of pure devotees shrimad bhagavatarthanam aswado rasikaih sah sajatiyashaye snigdhe sadhau sangasvato vare this is very important word very important verse so and one should associate with the devotees who are more advanced than oneself and who are endowed with a similar type of affection for the lord see See here Prabhupada says, Sajatiyashaya Snigdhe Sadho Sangha Svato Vare are very important. Svato Vare means, Svato means than me. Vare means better. Hmm. Better than me. Those who are better than me and more advanced than me and in the same line of thought, uh, we have to associate with them. Hmm. Because even among devotees, there are so many groups, you know, Apasampradayas, you know, that stem out of miss understanding and misrepresentation of philosophical truths so now iskon is becoming a hub of apasampradayas in fact even ritvik communities so called ritvik communities where the principles of shila prabhupada are not followed they are having different different opinions about different things and uh, that is actually detrimental we should always agree with prabhupada so so in that line of thought who are with prabhupada we should associate with those who are more advanced than us so this sajatiya swakula and swayutha all these are related words so like that you can connect all these verses in different you know how to understand this and some shrayat of course it is easy to understand some is completely shrayat ashrayat means to take shelter of so like that we can and shrayet means must bhavet it is called vidhilin four thirty five you see bhavet kriya vidhilin say iha koi kartavya avasya e anyatha pratyavai here the use of the word bhavet bhava is one thing the the variation of the word uh, which ends with eight bhavet which is the imperative mood tells us that this certainly must be done non compliance would be abandonment of duty so in the same way some shrayat means we must associate with devotees who are in the same line of thought that is must and also who we should associate with those who are more advanced than us that is also must some shrayat hmm. so you see how 
nuances of the meaning are so important to understand like it's not just oh it is advised to associate no we must associate we that means we cannot associate with anybody else not that oh i am friend with his conduit is also i am friend with his devotee is also i am friend with my was no this is rascal samshrayet means only devotees and that two who are following prabhupada strictly and those who are better than us those with whose association we can actually advance yes we should associate with them this is called vidhilin this is a sanskrit grammatical uh, assertion of emphasis on absolute necessity of compliance okay i think there is a good what is that there is a good app called veda base on ios i will try to find those words there yeah so yeah i have the veda base app also on my ipad sometimes i do show verses from there in fact that yasya sangati pumso that uh, verse i when i have to show i will always show from the veda base app that is also a paid app um, but it's worth it Dhiradas in my teenage i was fascinated by seeing the magic of some magicians like dynamo magician impossible by seeing his performances it doesn't seem like he is doing tricks it actually seems like real magic so are they using some mystic power or black magic kind of stuff i don't know possible because you can do sorcery with black arts you can have some magical powers <coughs> possible by anyway so yeah if an ordinary person can do that how much god can do hmm? and a pure devotee who is actually endowed with all the mystic powers can do you can also download vedabase 2019 software bro yeah you can do that ardhaya increase swakula means one's own family yeah increase <coughs> thank you for that where did you get that definition though maybe sanskrit somewhere is it maybe i don't know ardhaya <coughs> ardhya there is a i mean vardhanam vardhanam means increase anandambodhi vardhanam increase but is that related to ardha adhaya adhyay i don't know i need to find out more if you get it from any you know like authoritative source that meaning that will be helpful all right so i think that's the end of the class thank you very much for joining and we'll definitely meet again on wednesday if not earlier I actually did not do 
am am session so probably on sunday or uh, monday let's see I, i have some things i'm busy with something so let's see swakula could follow other one in the sanskrit dictionary hmm dimitri is asking why mathajis don't post quizzes in bva anymore yeah sorry actually i did not update you on all of that i will update you on the bva classroom um they will not be able to post until janmashtami because they're busy with some preparations of kids uh, children engagements uh and also the other thing is that i want to make this bva exams as once a month instead of once in two weeks so that devotees can have a little more time in preparation and deep understanding of the verses or study of the verses which i will also announce in that bva classroom so the next test actually will not be the next weekend but actually on the in the third week of august because when i'm correcting the papers i can see that devotees may not have the time i don't i don't know whether it's not having the time or i know many devotees are very busy and they may not have the time to deeply understand the subject so i want to understand i want them to understand um put some effort but of course some are doing last minute study so that's not healthy i want this whole program to have to inculcate the daily reading habit so if you do daily reading and study and then take notes and you know like research a bit if you don't understand something in prabhupad's works and if you really cannot find it still then you ask devotees or something like that that's the proper way to study every day you'll spend some time like one hour and studying um, that's ideal so then you'll be easily able to perform well in the exams So I want to write all this in that BVM. I will write it, and then uh, you will see that announcement coming. Probably today I can do that before I sleep, so that everybody is informed. I should have informed before, but I was just like taking some time off, um, doing some other things. The current syllabus takes me an hour a day to read. That's good. That is very good. All right so I will uh, I'll take leave of you thank you very much Hare Krishna Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jai Panchatattva ki jai Shri Prabhupad ki jai Ananta Kodi Vaishnavrind ki jai Nitai Gaur Primand Hari Hari bol Oh there's one more question Oh Dhiradas is saying Sundagopal Prabhu used to take Sunday morning Bhagavatam classes and evening Bhagavad Gita by you when will that resume So now there will be no Sunday classes by Sundagopal Prabhu because he is um, training other devotees to give classes. So they are in their beginning stages. So they wouldn't want to come online, and you know, it's uh, they might feel embarrassed or what. So because they are just beginning now, so he is training other devotees to give classes. I mean, to explain, give lectures. So um, that's the reason why we are not posting anything on Sunday morning. Also, sorry for not uh, informing anybody anybody about it. um evening bhagavad gita well we don't have sunday programs anymore because it's kind of a almost like a lockdown not really lockdown but we can't have programs at this point of point in time so that's not happening and not every sunday would i give a class even if it was happening 
sometimes i would give sometimes other devotees would give and some of them don't want to be online or something like that they are bit shy over but uh, i will try to put everybody on live stream but this kind of live stream where the screen is just beside me and all that you have to have software the reason is that they don't have the software on their laptops and that's the reason why cannot do this model but i can at least show them with a the phone and then uh, stream live in that way so at least i can do that yeah rajeshwari manji is saying once at, yeah prabhu actually announced this in the class about sunday classes yeah i did announce it in one of the bhagavatam classes but anyway if you missed that then this is the reason all right so thank you very much hari krishna